takes a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and faith. Join our familia as we learn together, laugh, and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. Welcome to A Little Mass. Welcome to episode 32. We are so excited to be with you again. Yay! <laughs> so we are so excited for today's episode because we have a very special guest. We have Sylvia from Mas Masa and Abuela's Kitchen. Yay! Yay! Sylvia, thank you so much for coming on. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Can we just say you look gorgeous too? Yes. Well, thank you. Hashtag goals. <laughs> yes, really. Thank you. I mean, we need a lookbook here. Yeah. <laughs> Has your day been really busy? Yes. And you fit us in. Look at you. (laughs) You're so wonderful. (laughs) All right. So we're going to go right into our banter topic. It's about the pink tax. Now, if you never heard about the pink tax, let's break it down for you. So this is news to me because I think I maybe inadvertently knew about it, but wasn't like at the forefront of my mind until I read this article and... Huff Puff Post. Yeah. <laughs> I read I read this article in Huffington Post. Yes. Right? Called How Savvy Women Women Can Fight the Pink Tax. And pretty much in essence, it just has to do with the fact that as women, we are being overcharged and taxed for everyday personal hygiene things that we use. Mm-hmm. So everything from razors to um, shampoos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we already get charged, yeah. you know, up the yin yang for makeup. Yes, that is true. Like, yeah. Unless you're buying e.l.f. That's why I buy some e.l.f. products because yeah, they're not that brand. bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So women are getting upcharged for those for beauty products for services, whether they're beauty services dry or cleaning. dry cleaning. Yes. Which clothes. They, yeah. Um, which is crazy, but I feel with clothes, I don't know about you guys, but when I go buy clothes for my husband, they're pretty comparable to I what so I think so, too. Spend. That's why as you guys are talking, I'm like thinking, okay, okay do they have, like, separate prices? Like, when you go dry clean, like, the men's price and the uh-huh. women's price, or do they just quote them yeah. to you? They're just going to tell you, hey, you know, we're going to charge you this. Because don't they have, like, a sign that says, hey, we're going to charge yeah. X? Yes. So how can you, they upcharge you? Well... Because women get charged more for like their blouses to get them dry clean than men because do. Because they're delicate. Maybe, yeah. But but men send dress shirts in too. No, I know, but this, uh, that's what I'm saying. This other article that I was reading was saying back in the day, women's clothes had, you know, they had different details on them. Like the pleating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not so much anymore. Right. And so now there's really no reason to. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about how in the state of California, it's illegal to do that. Services mm-hmm. won't charge you more um, unless they're sneaky, right? But we still are getting charged for products. Because that's a federal regulation. Right. So. Well, also, I think it depends where you go. Because, like, for example, I'm thinking haircuts. Uh-huh. If I go to, like, uh, <laughs> Fantastic Sam's, go, Grey yeah. Clips. Um, uh-huh. what's, one of those other places that are similar. Supercuts? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> Sam's. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't think. I don't want to look at you, but yeah. The, again, the cost or the price is right on the sign. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Do, don't they have, like, a men's haircut? Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah. I was going to say the same they thing. Kind of, like, depends what you're doing, where you're going. Like, uh-huh. if you're getting a haircut uh-huh. or, like, clothes or dry cleaning. Yeah. I know for dry cleaning, there is a difference because I dry clean my underwear. Just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I do a lot of dry cleaning, and so does my husband. Uh-huh. So when I see the prices, you know, his pants are a little cheaper than my skirts. And I'm like, why? It's shorter. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Why? Because it's 
it's cuter or uh-huh. you know what so, what is your reasoning you know so there's a sign up there that tells you yeah there's a sign that says okay pants this much shirts this you can much dry clean <laughs> <laughs> well it, it just depends where you go you know uh-huh. some places just yeah. will have a general price for blouse i mean i That's guess what I they thought. don't then blouses yeah. you know they charge you a specific price for blouses right. t-shirts button downs whatever uh-huh. and girls items or women's items are a little more pricey yeah. to dry clean yeah and most of the time yeah you're right women's items are take up less space they're smaller mm-hmm. like blouses uh-huh. aren't as big as a guy's shirt oh i'm a little upset now we're gonna be all like you're charging me too much <laughs> excuse me where's the manager this is sexist yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. all a blouse no this is a man's top that's what i was saying so According to the article that we were reading, and I, I had read one on NPR that it is illegal in California, but like we said, we still see it here. We all mm-hmm. live in California. Well, because I was getting that, well, like, it depends where you go. Like, if you go there, okay, now I remember, yes, there is uh-huh. a sign up there. Yeah. But then if you go to, like, a nicer place for, you know, your uh-huh. your girl haircut and your coloring and all that stuff, yes. of course they're going to charge you more. You're paying for more of a service. Yeah. Right. You know? Yes. No, and that I understand. Because, but I think just, that, just a general that. haircut, though. What about when you get your car serviced? Yes. Right? If, if I, I send a man in there, uh-huh. you know, they're going to man it out. Yep. They're going to yeah. talk about it and be like, hey, no, no, yes. no, that's uh-huh. not right. Uh-huh. But if a girl goes in there, they're already up in the prices. They see you yeah. walking in that is and they're true. already changing yeah. the price up in their mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you're like, look like you don't know what you're talking about, right? <laughs> they're even going to give you a little, oh, you need this now. Mm-hmm. See, right? and that's that what is sucks true. because I would love to say that I'm super knowledgeable about cars, but I'm not. So I am going to be that person that they're going to swindle. Well, I know straight up. I would send my husband in. Whenever I've had to service my car, it's like, baby, you got to go. And he's like, you can do it. I'm like, they will take advantage of me. I need to go. I don't know anything about cars. I wish I did. Yeah. But, you know, I'm like, no. No, it's true. They're going to... They're gonna tell me I need this, and I'm gonna think I'm gonna die without that part. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's why I, whenever I go take my car to go get like the oil change or whatever. Luckily, my husband has like a business account, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Yeah, Joshua." You know, and then I'll, I'll give him like our already information. There. Yeah, <laughs> do whatever he's already done. Okay. They're like fifty dollars. You're like, wait, it said thirty. Yeah, time. yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do because they'll be like, "Oh, ma'am, look." Your uh, whatever they pull up is, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, your uh, air purifier thingy. Oh my gosh, that's how you <laughs> It's dirty, yeah, and I'm like, uh, wait, I don't have an air purifier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. But you know, it's interesting. I had seen this um, report like years back. I forgot which channel did it, but they were saying, they, they didn't send in the girl, it was a guy, right? But uh-huh. they were saying certain places were actually charging for things that didn't have to be done to no, a yeah. car. I've seen that on the news. Oh, yeah, I've seen that plenty of times. And I was like, huh. Because yeah. I'm thinking, oh, we should totally try that. Like, you know, no. go in there one day, oh, you go in there, nice. and then one day send the husband in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and see what the price is. Uh-huh. No, it's true. It's basic things, too, though, because I know we had our car serviced sometime last year and they're supposed to do you know everything including mm-hmm. windshield wiper fluid all these things yeah and so we're going through i'm driving the car and i'm like i have no windshield wiper fluid and really? i just took the car to get service yeah. so and they checked you? everything off they like, drained and used yeah. it on the next <laughs> one <laughs> they checked everything off like oh yeah this got done you know we checked the brakes we checked really? alignment we realigned the tires how do i know you really did that though yes. i didn't see it right you know and so my husband was so upset <laughs> he's very usually a chill man you uh-huh. know doesn't really or anything mm-hmm. but when this happened he submitted a review to the dealer and then he was like i hated that service i'll never go back mm-hmm. and in all fairness to them they did reach out to someone like, oh, i'm so sorry what happened what can we do yeah. how can we rectify the problem and stuff but you can tell he was upset because for him to write a review and be like this 
service was no good. No, he actually did it. They it was a, it was actually a survey. They have you submit customer service satisfaction okay. oh, see, or satisfaction uh -huh. surveys. And so he just was like, no, I, I won't go back. We waited forever. And mm -hmm. then you tell me and give me the paperwork saying you've checked everything. Yeah. And I go back and the little things you haven't done. So how can I trust that you did the big things yeah, I needed? Like true. my oil change. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. I know what the problem is. We're not assertive enough. That's yeah. true. I think that's what the problem is. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, would you right. have filled out that survey? Probably not. I know I you know wouldn't what? have. I probably uh -huh. would have filled it out, but not to that extent. I would have been like, well, I'm, I'm a little dissatisfied. But you're right. I wouldn't have been like, I hated it. I'm never coming uh -huh. back. Right. That's true. So, you're I right. mean, um, the men probably right. are more assertive. And uh -huh. maybe we do need to be more yeah. assertive. Yeah. And maybe we will get better service. That's right? true. I don't that's know. true. Because he Just sure did get another free oil change. Oh, that's and everything else. Yeah, they were like, we'll give you a free oil change for the next. Ahora sí, verdad? I think that's the thing, though, is I feel like after I got married, I lost a lot of my assertiveness because I, I, I allowed my husband and you you go ahead you take so care you of that that he would do it you yeah. know but also it's because it's like you come off differently as a woman right. when you complain yeah. it's like oh it's, that annoying lady's yes. coming back here you know or to a waiter like if they didn't bring you the right plate like I, would, I feel embarrassed yes like yeah. I'm the crazy woman because like we're out of line right <laughs> yes. yeah exactly. we gotta be all prim and yeah. proper yes and, you know. and so it, it just drives me crazy because like my husband's always like I'm sorry no I ordered this okay sir so sorry and with me, I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> yes, we have that running joke that he always sends everything back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Well, remember, you and I, Evie, we were like in the drive-thru. I think the three of us were. Mm -hmm. We were at like Panda Express or yes. something. Oh, I and what were you making fun of me for? Because oh, you were like, doing? Um, can I please order this, this, well, and that? Because I'm thinking, okay, I'm listening to both of them ordering their food, uh -huh. and they're all like, she's like, okay, well, what would you like to order? And they're like, Oh, can I please have the orange chicken? I'm like, why are you asking for permission? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> I like, had her your money. Because I wasn't you know, like, what you're there for. Would it be too much trouble to have this on the side? And so the window rolls up and you're all gangster. I want my food. <laughs> and the window comes down and you're like, hi. I'm like, why can't you just say, I like to have uh -huh. X? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you like asking? Why can't we just say, give us a fry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. And take $2 off. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting because I was like is. listening to both. Because I ordered last. I'm uh -huh. like listening. And you guys ordered like, like the, in the exact same format. Uh -huh. I'm like, why are you asking for permission? I have no idea why we do that. <laughs> I think now it's just a We're habit. We're going to something way too deep. <laughs> yeah, this is deep. Yeah. I think it's just a like, habit. Don't be rude, but yes. don't ask for permission. I know, you know yeah. It just is I'll tell you this, natural. though. I have been more intentional about just saying I'd like to order X uh -huh. this. And I have been more yeah. intentional about being more assertive. So okay. I love that you reminded us of that. Because <laughs> I have. I'm like, I'm getting older. You know, yeah. I hit 30. Be more assertive. Let's yeah. do this. You know, like, correct, you know, orders when they come in incorrectly that yeah. I have asked for. Or, uh, <laughs> you know, I have left one or two Yelp reviews. But anyway, so back to the pink tax, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real <laughs> yeah. We always go on these tangents, so we all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's just, it's just unfortunate. You know, and there are different ways to fight it. We'll have this article on our website for you guys, Familia. And there are, I actually was reading that there is a California congresswoman who is taking this to the federal, uh, the federal, the federal <laughs> level. Um, and she's trying to pass a bill so that it's actually a federal law where companies cannot charge more for their products um, oh, that are nice. geared towards women. Yeah. No more upcharging on razors, no more upcharging on um you know, shampoos, whatever it may be, any type of beauty products. So she has a huge ups uh, uphill battle mm -hmm. um, because Congress right now is making everything difficult to pass. But 
um, read up on it and see what ways you can get involved because as we were talking about, it does frustrate us, you know? But this is only for comparable products. So if like there's like a like those big razors. Uh-huh. That you buy like in the pack. Right. Yes. It's not if you want to buy a Venus. So you can be like, no, I don't want to spend twelve bucks for it. I want yeah. to pay seven. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. As I was reading up on this and I went to my favorite place, Target, mm -hmm. right? I was looking at the I guess what upscale razors for men mm -hmm. that my husband buys, and, and they're then, still cheaper. Don't tell me they're still cheaper. And they're still like a dollar or so cheaper. Really? Yeah, they are. Or they'll have really nice ones. Like he's been buying Harry's uh, razors all mm -hmm. of a sudden. I don't know. And he really loves them. And they're like upscale type razors, and they're still cheaper than my chic. How much? Oh. Wow. By like a dollar or two. Really? Yeah. And you know what? They're sucks? both plastic. Yeah, and they're both plastic. Really? Uh huh. Okay. I know. We're like, nope. What yeah. sucks is we already don't get paid enough That's as the men thing. do, and then you're That's still upcharging us. Yes. Yeah. How is that even? That's the conversation. makes the gap argument. even wider. Exactly. Because yes. she's saying, we're already not making mm -hmm. as much as men, and now you're charging us more for these That's products? That's ridiculous. Maybe we need to stop buying those products yeah. and buy men products. Like, <laughs> yeah. men buy women products. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Men products aren't the same, because after the whole move, I uh -huh. lost my race. <laughs> <laughs> And I had to borrow my husband. I'm like, it's not the same. Yeah. I just can't. Were you nicking yourself more? Is that No, what? but I know I wasn't. You know how with my razor, I'm like, oh, okay, willy nilly, like just uh -huh. you know, doing it like a, fast. Yeah. Uh -huh. I was like taking my time. Could it be a psychological thing, though? I don't know. I just did not want to see blood. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But yeah. I didn't feel the same, though. I didn't feel as safe. Okay. You know? As, as your nice Venus was. Yes. Yeah. Because it's pink mm. or blue. Right? It's purple. It's not gonna harm me. It looks like a mermaid. I know. It's purple. Yeah, the head's guys. a little wider. It has those extra strips. But so do the guys. Guys have the little yellow strips on. I them don't too. know. It wasn't the same. Oh my god. <laughs> I told them. I was like, I can't. Oh wow. I just know for sure I wouldn't want to use like their body wash. I mean, it smells clean, but uh -huh. it's not. I don't want to smell it's like not, a you know a dainty, freshly pretty kind cut of lawn. You know. <laughs> I feel like my husband walks past me and he smells great for a man, but I'm like, I don't want to. Not like that. Like I had, I remember um, I had gone to this like senior retreat with my uh, students when I was still working and uh, all of the girls were using boy or like male deodorants oh, and they were like, funny. Senora Beltran, you got to get on this. You know, this is the new thing. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. They kind of convinced me. So one day I was out of my deodorant. Mm -hmm. So I grabbed my husband. He uses like Old Spice. Ew, and I, I, everywhere I went, I was like, oh gosh, I smell so gross. It was just all musky and yeah. it just wasn't nice. Yeah. But yeah, I think if it's comparable, they should cost the same. As we were reading this article, a few things kind of popped up to me that were interesting as far as things we can do as women or as consumers to make sure that, you know, we're trying our best to eradicate the pink tax without having to go above and beyond. And some of these include, they gave a few tips. So the first one is don't buy products labeled for women when a unisex product is available. So pretty much soaps, shampoos, razors, anything packaged in pink that claims to be made especially for women Instead of buying that, we buy something that's unisex. So I'm like, like yellow? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yellow. yellow. <laughs> Nothing pink. Yeah. Let's stay away from the pink. So I think that's a great tip. Yeah. Um, the other one is recognize what you're paying for. So if you prefer the product that is labeled for women, whether it's because of the scent or pleasing package, then don't feel bad about paying a premium, right? Me, on the other hand, I don't want to pay the dang premium. <laughs> so I'm going to try to buy all the unisex yeah. things, with the exception, of course, of like deodorants, I said. And you like, want to smell it and you like yeah. it. Yeah. And you get it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to smell like roses, Nadia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then number three, 
patronize stores that don't charge men and women differently. Okay, so I think those are great. So for example, salons, places that offer haircuts, we talked about dry cleaners, mm -hmm. um, you know, things of that nature. So yes. great tips, things to keep in mind. And then just remember when we are hermanas, amigas, you know, we have a lot of power. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, a lot of time we're the ones doing all the shopping. So That's we shop true. for our kids, we shop for our husbands, we shop for something our parents. And so there's no reason why they shouldn't be meeting our demand. They shouldn't be hearing our voice. You know, so just think about that. And even, you know, guys that are out there listening, um, you guys can support this also by, you know, not buying from places that support, you know, upcharging women. So, Alrighty, guys. So we've been talking a lot about things women can do to make sure that we're treated fairly. And so speaking of women, important women, awesome women, <laughs> right? We've got, like we said, we got Silvia here. And so we are titling this segment, Stepping into the Unknown with Silvia from Mas Masa. Mm -hmm. And Abuela's Kitchen, of course. Yes. <laughs> so, Sylvia, we've been so excited to just kind of meet with you and ask you these questions as we've followed you on your YouTube channel and we've seen you on Instagram and all that good stuff. We've just, we've grown to admire you and, yes. and just really kind of just take in just the awesome things that you're doing, the way that you network and just, you know, who you are. And so we've been coming up with questions mm -hmm. that we think, man, as we watch you, we think, I I'd like to know these things. Like, we'd like to know. So question number one for you. What did you do before you started Abuela's Kitchen? Well, first of all, thank you for having me here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we're so excited we forgot. <laughs> no, I mean, I want to take the time to thank you. I mean, you know, just thinking about me, that that's that's pretty cool. And I think, and I just want to thank you for having me here and just making this available for people like me or anyone to, like, you know, voice their opinion or share thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah. So thank you, guys. Of course. Um, as for your question, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do before you started Abuela's Kitchen? Well, um, professionally, I before starting Abuela's Kitchen, I was a stay-at-home mom. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to say work. that that's professional because yeah. it entails yes. a lot. And yeah. you guys know that, I'm pretty sure, as just parents. Yeah. Uh, but before that, I was actually a teacher, a middle school teacher. Oh, wow. Yeah, and before that, I worked in radio. So I I worked full time. I mean, I was a full time you know teacher in Moreno Valley. Wow. So yeah. Ooh. And, okay. Um, how was that? I mean, the transition from you know having your full time job to then becoming a stay at home mom. And I only ask because that's exactly what I did. I was a teacher. Loved it, and then decided when I had my little one to stay at home. So I want to know, kind of, you know, how was that for you? Well, actually, it was kind of hard because, you know, you go to school, you know, you put yourself through that. You mm -hmm. pay tuition. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like an investment. Your education is an investment. I would say if you can go to school, go to school, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but uh, for me, it was a hard transition. And only because, you know, when you have a specific career, you're involved with specific types of people. You know, yeah. you're like in middle class. You do this. Yeah. You <laughs> participate in this. And you get your nails done. <laughs> you know, you, you buy certain clothes because you got to look mm -hmm. a certain uh -huh. way so you know going from having that full-time job yeah. to being like you know I'm just gonna stay at home that was a, a that was just a drastic transition yeah. excuse me and I'm getting a little like <laughs> you know uh, but yeah because you know when you go back to your friends who do have some form of career yeah. you know what the 
world says is a professional career, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and they're like driving Mercedes and, you know, rolling up with these watches, <laughs> and, you know, and you, you kind of like, you're in your group and they're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm stay home mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you already right there, they're like, oh, that's nice. Uh -huh. And you already feel like, Toot, toot. You know, you yes. kind of shrivel, shrivel into what you, you know who you are, mm -hmm. and and but you know it's it's weird because you know we have we're actually as stay-at-home moms, I would say that we have probably one of the most important jobs mm -hmm. aside from I would say teachers have a pretty pretty you know just heavy job, mm -hmm. but as parents or stay-at-home mom, uh, we have one of the most important jobs because we're the ones who are bringing up our future and the future of, mm -hmm. you know, we live in this country, we're going to yeah. say, you know, this country, yeah. you know, so, I mean, our role is pretty important. Yeah. And um, as the years have gone by, I've, I've owned it, you know, I own what I, who I am. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it, it takes time. It's not like an overnight thing, especially when you're used to a specific lifestyle, yeah. you know, two incas, my husband's also a professional, you know, quotations. <laughs> uh, so, you know, double income, fully, fully, yeah. You know, and so going from that to that, you know, was pretty a pretty harsh transition. Listening to you, Sylvia, was really encouraging, only because I feel like I'm still at the beginning part of the mm -hmm. spectrum. Where, and you guys know, I've really struggled with being at home. Um, I love it. It's like this. It's like this um, battle within yourself, right? Yeah. I love the fact. I feel so fortunate that I get to stay with my little one, and like my sisters, I know would love to, mm -hmm. and they work full time. Um, but at the same time, I completely understand what you're saying. Like, I hear you guys doing all these amazing things in your careers and my friends that, I, you know, are doing awesome things, too. And I kind of feel like uh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. I, so, I truly believe that we'll come full circle. Yeah. And I've seen that, like, in my personal life. I probably wouldn't have thought that early on, mm -hmm. you know, in the early stages. Yeah. But, you know, and now that my children are in high school, I see how things are coming full circle. It's mm -hmm. just not... It's just that we're being reserved for a particular purpose, yeah. you know, and that purpose has to come through in order for us to be where we should be. That's so true. as for me, like my undergrad degree, I have a, a communications degree. I have a bachelor's in communications and um, my master's is in education. So I worked in radio for a quite some time, um, actually 991 KGGI, hey. <laughs> uh, you know, so I worked there and, uh, you know, that environment, I, you know, I transitioned into, you know, being more, um, how would you say it, like, um, spiritually based, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, during that time, yeah. and I knew that that wasn't the place for me at that moment in my transition mm -hmm. and so I decided to leave that and that's when like out of nowhere God dropped the educate you know the going being a teacher at that time yeah. so I I left a job and God gave me like sevenfold yeah. you know and um where was I going with that <laughs> you were saying that it comes full circle yeah and uh -huh. it comes full circle so you know working in radio and I always loved that like growing up I always wanted to be in radio tv something like that mm -hmm in the media and I knew I know I left all that for you know for I'm gonna say God I left that for God and so like at that moment it hurt a lot and I was like why why do I have to leave something that I've been passionate about since I was a child yeah. like I would make my own novellas in a recorder you know I'd hit record and you know make my own sound effects and do all that stuff and I was like you know why do I have to leave something that I really loved since I was a child it's an emotional thing yeah you know? yeah 
God has a way just of when you surrender and I don't mean to get spiritual but this is my life yeah and I'm gonna be honest mm -hmm. and I'm gonna be real he gives you way more than what you think you deserve yeah um he just does and so like I gave up this lifestyle and he gave me this amazing job and you know working with ch children middle schoolers yeah. you know and it was such an amazing environment and where I could output and you know to do this other thing but give giving that up was like very painful to me you know mm. I went about my life you know yeah. whatever I lost that I never thought I'd go back to anything in the media you know or anything like that so I just like put that compartmentalized it somewhere in my brain yeah. and whatever and let it go and e here I am now yeah I've come full circle that's this I don't know I don't feel like this is it right uh, but I believe it's the beginning of what the it could yeah. be you know yeah. I don't think we're ever gonna get to where you know we want to be mm -hmm. but um, I think God, if, if we're in tune, you know, with with uh, God, we will we'll, if we allow Him to direct our path, yeah. then you know we're gonna be where He wants yeah. us to be. Mm -hmm. And Abuela's Kitchen, you know, I'm in media again. Yeah. yeah, you know, my children, I've given everything that I can to my children. My education has not gone to waste. Um, everything that I've learned, mm -hmm. um, everything that I've seen in the education system, being in a middle school, working at a middle school, I was able to guide them, direct them, um, instill in them, spend time with them, teaching them the things mm -hmm. that probably they missed out because they were playing with their Barbie in class. <laughs> um, you know, so they were able to come home. I was there available, giving them 100% mm -hmm. of what I could. And now they're doing their thing, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, I keep an eye on them. I'm a hawk, you know. I'm, I'm like, wait, no boyfriends, nothing. Uh, but uh, you know, yeah. here I am. Yeah. Listening to you, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, God, you you have a purpose. Yeah. I know you do. Yeah. You're gonna be all right. Yeah. You're gonna be all right. But I think it's neat to hear that you guys are pretty much saying though, it's really being able to just be okay with the transition right you know and trusting that god is working even in that midst yeah yeah know? like it's like don't fight the change yeah. like when there's adversity or there's directions that are being compromised some way or another where you feel like you want to go a certain way but somehow everything's pushing you a different way don't fight it mm -hmm. like that's where we're supposed to right. be you know i mean you do your part you right. do what you can yeah. and you know but yeah, I mean, don't fight the, uh, you know, the uphill. And know? we do. We do it all the time. We We're do. Like, no, I want yeah. to go back down. Like, <laughs> yeah. So did you guys ever feel when you guys were kind of stepping out of your careers to go and become full-time moms that maybe you guys were losing the sense of who you guys were because you guys were submersing yourselves and your kids? I, I, I have struggled with that. I don't know about you. So. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I still am working through it. I think it's interesting because as women, we have, we're so multifaceted. Mm -hmm. Like just one thing doesn't really truly define us. Yeah. Like, you know, and I feel like it's interesting hearing your stories because I'm like, I wonder how I would react probably the same way. Like, you know, your job, your career is everything to you. Mm -hmm. it's, it kind of defines who you are at the moment. Yeah. But then at the same time, your mom or your wife and your daughter, you're all these mm -hmm. different things. Not that guys aren't. You yeah. Know, they're also, <laughs> and they're stay-at-home dads. Yeah. So yes. I'm not like trying, but we're women here and we're talking about women so, uh -huh. <laughs> right now. But I think it's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So just, I just was wondering if that was part of it. Yeah. It really is though. So encouraging. Um, 
Sylvia, when, when, so you were saying you were a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. what made you step out and make the decision to start Abuela's Kitchen? Um, well, like I said, I always had that interest in the media and, uh, I was kind of tech savvy, like growing up, like I told you guys, I used to just record my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if the, you know, I'm gonna date myself here, but the VCR <laughs> wasn't working, you know, it was me who they called, <laughs> um, you know, just connecting wires and all that stuff. Like, you know, that stuff's always intrigued me. Yeah. So just, you know, when the whole social media thing started like, you know, coming up, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I can do that. You know, mm-hmm. why can't I do that? I was already, you know, in my, in my, I'm involved in my church, you know, in many areas. Yeah. And um, one of the areas that I was involved was the sound system, you know, and, um, you know, just bringing up the microphone, you know, can yeah. you give me a little more volume? Yeah. That was me. I'd be like, you know, pushing up the button really slowly. Yeah. Am I okay? Uh, so, you know, when I, when I started doing that, you know, being a girl in sound mm-hmm. was like, uh, yeah, we need a guy. Uh-huh. So, but I was like, no, man. I got this, you yeah. know, and so they were still very apprehensive about that, but, um, you know, I proved myself, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, I just, just started getting back into just the whole techie thing, right. you know, and, uh, little by little, I started doing like announcements at church mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was, I was watching YouTube one, one night, um, my husband was in a band and uh, he, they were practicing in the little man cave they got that I'm t- about to take over as my office. Uh, but they were just practicing and I was like, man, my kids are down, they're asleep. What am I going to do? I mean, I don't want to lock myself in the room. And I, I just kind of like glanced at my computer and I was like, I'm going to watch some YouTube. And this was when it was first starting. Yeah. And uh, I started watching some videos and I saw um, Dulce Candy. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dulce Candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started watching some of her videos and I was like, man, I could do that. I can uh-huh. like do makeup and, you know, comb my hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a pro, yeah. but, you know, I could do it. So I actually, before it was even Abuela's Kitchen, it was something else. It was actually called One Life, One Way. Oh. And so, you know, it was a, kind of a kind of a, like a spiritual thing mm-hmm. it was um, just talking life lessons and uh, just sharing a little bit about how you do your hair mm-hmm. and you know showing my latest shoe all nasty and like <laughs> have dirt on it but I was like this is my latest shoe <laughs> you know and so yeah. I was that's just the way I mean I saw Dulce Candy's videos and I was like I can do that and so when you know they were my husband was practicing with the band I was like I'm gonna record a video and so I just grabbed a few things, mm-hmm. thought about a few things, uh-huh. wrote a few things, yeah. you know, um, and uh, I just hit record. And I was like, I'm just going to record this. And I just started recording some random stuff. And I edited it. And I was like, I'm just going to put it on YouTube. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to use this. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> let's figure this out, you know. Uh-huh. So it was just a trial and error type mm-hmm. of thing. I was just like doing random stuff. And, you know, and that's how it started. Mm-hmm. You know, I just always loved the techie side of mm-hmm. things yeah. and then one day I decided that I'd record my abuela and uh, she was making tortillas at, at her house and I was like man I wish I could learn how to make those things you know <laughs> Smart. and yeah. I was like man I really really want to learn and I yeah. was like um, abuela can I record you 
and she's like, "That's loca," and I was like, "Please let me record you." I, I was like, "I want to learn how to make these. Yeah. I don't know how to make them, you know." And my, I would try and try, and they'd be all hard. Yeah. They look like chupacabra faces, <laughs> and you know, it was just horrible. And finally, she agreed, and you know. I live about 20 minutes from her, so I was like, let me go home, Yeah. let me go get my camcorder, <laughs> and uh, so I can come back and record you, and she was like, no, you're going to take too long, but I was like, please, 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 let me just record you, she's like, okay, so I, I booked it, I was all driving 100 miles an hour, trying to come home, get my mm -hmm. stuff, and I went back over there, it, that video, it was our first video, okay, it was uh, record my abuela doing tortillas, <laughs> I did it as a show, uh -huh. you know, I was like, hi, I'm here with my abuela, you know, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to show you how to make tortillas, and, you know, my brother was there, everybody was there, it was like, uh, everybody was there, uh -huh. and it was just a family affair, and my brother's like, man, there's no lighting in here, and I was like, I know, it's horrible, he's like, I have a flashlight, <laughs> so he busts out a flashlight, and so, you know, he's just, re you know, mm -hmm. following us along with the flashlight, the worst thing ever and <laughs> uh, by hey, it was lighting right uh -huh. it was a, it was like we walk with a spotlight everywhere <laughs> if you watch you're gonna be like what the heck is this and my grandma's like cutting stuff up in the air she's like tomate <laughs> i'm like catching it in midair you know like i mean it wasn't tomato but that was my second video yeah okay so you know she's just like doing stuff and i'm like mm -hmm. recording it and stuff like that and i was like man that's that's for me you know I thought this video is for me. It's for me to see how she makes it and for me to have it. You yeah. know, for me, she's she, at the time she was like 78 or wow. something. And I was like, well, she, she's getting old. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to have these memories. I want right. to make sure that I learn how to cook just like she did. Yeah. And so I want my children to know that. Yeah. And so, so that's cool. how it started. Wow. Just a rinky dink video. So you uploaded that to I uploaded it YouTube? to YouTube and okay. I put it on my Facebook. I had three yeah. friends now. <laughs> And they were like, man, your grandma's so funny. You need to keep doing these videos. Uh -huh. And I was like, that's a good idea. So I just started doing videos with my grandma. For me, like, I love the recipes. I love sharing my abuela's traditional recipes mm -hmm. and my mom's now. Uh, but I think that my my goal really is more than the recipes. It's, it's, it's family. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to get across is yeah. that family is important. Heritage is important. Mm -hmm. uh, just because we do a certain thing doesn't mean we have to forget who we are, yeah. where we came from. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, it's it's who we are. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have to know who we are in order to know where we're going, where yeah. we're headed. You know. And so, I'm a firm believer in just knowing your roots and just family. Everything should be family oriented. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can step aside and do our thing, but always come back. Yeah. And and. That, even that plays a big role in who I am yeah. because I need I need somebody to pull me back in you know yes. I think we all do mm -hmm. you know there's there's that time where we're like <laughs> you know that little <laughs> you know thing comes into play and tries to like push us a different direction mm -hmm. and I think that um, just coming back to the family because you know family can be brutal they will tell you like uh, you're a little weird right now you know <laughs> or you know just whatever it is just remember just talking to my grandma staying humble you yeah. know talking to my mom she's always reminding me you does know? your grandma know like how much success this is generated she, like does uh, she Get she she gets it. Oh, oh she gets <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. At first she didn't get it, you know, but she gets it now because she can go anywhere. And uh -huh. especially if she goes to Walmart or oh, like cute, yeah. the dollar store or something, like 
Yeah, she gets noticed everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So, so she knows. She knows. She knows. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly, she's like. <laughs> <laughs> Proud, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she's yeah. like a ghost Instagram or ghost face. You know, she's she she has her phone. You know, she has uh-huh. her smartphone. Uh-huh. So she's like scrolling, How and funny. she's like, yeah. pusisteso? <laughs> you know, like, did you put that? Why is so and so's name on there? You know, and I'm like, Ugh. so she keeps me on. She check. keeps you honest. Yeah, yeah. she keeps me honest. That is so cool. Yeah. So speaking of that, knowing that you have generated the success and you're, you know, pretty big in, you know, the YouTube world, do you have any fears? Like any fears as far as like any future ventures that you might be thinking up or planning? And if you do, how do you deal with those? Um when it comes to fears, (laughs) just you have to face them. You just have to like go straight at it because um, if you allow your fears to play in your mind, you're never gonna do anything. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why it's taken, I would say, me some time to even pop out with Mas Masa yeah. because I did allow a lot of my fears to get in the way. I think I would have had that portion of this whole social media realm uh-huh. out sooner mm-hmm. if I would have just listened to my gut. Yeah. You know, and if I were to just have done that, I think I would have been at a different place. Mm -hmm. But I'm okay with that, you know? I I needed to work on myself, Mm -hmm. and I'm cool with that. Uh, So now where I'm at, I can face certain things, like coming to this podcast, (laughs) uh, you know, a little differently than I would have probably five years ago. Yeah. What what propelled you, you know, to say, okay, because like Sally was saying, Abuela's Kitchen has been so successful Mm -hmm. to then say, I'm going to now venture out on my own and do this. A couple of things. Maybe more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the main things was uh, the hate that I was receiving Mm -hmm. through social media. You know, social media, you hide behind Mm -hmm. all your accounts. Yeah. Uh It doesn't matter what. Uh, part what social media platform you use you can hide yeah and so because I was receiving a lot of messages like um, you're using your grandma first of oh, all wow, I didn't know and that. I'm like whatever mm-hmm. okay so and stuff like oh mira este porque hablas inglés se te ve el nopal you know I'm like mm-hmm. you're wow. embarrassed they're like you're embarrassed of your culture you're you know and I'm like, how can I be embarrassed if I'm sharing my grandma? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm even make the sense. traditional recipe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there, they, there's so much stuff that was just personal attacks mm, on me. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, you know, these people have no idea. They don't know who I am. First of all, yeah. they don't know what I do, where I've been, what right. I've done. Mm-hmm. They don't know, you know, I have a master's degree. You know, not that, mm-hmm. that those things are important, yeah. but you know, they take you at face front. Yeah, whatever they, they, they only see, see the one side of you. Whatever you you give them, you know, even if you go. Throw scroll through my personal Instagram you know I'm gonna give you what I want I'm not gonna (laughs) let you entirely into my life right you know there's there's certain things that I'm gonna keep for myself you know and so um, yeah they you what you see there is all you're gonna get and so they they didn't know who I was they didn't know that you know I love my grandma I really Mm -hmm. do love my grandma and I'm looking out for her in my own ways Mm -hmm. and so I was like you know people need to know who I am and so that was one of the reasons why I, you know, stepped into Mas Masa because one, I wanted to know people who I was. And then um, two, I felt like I had more to offer. So I felt like I have 
this plethora of knowledge. Just kidding. No, I, I don't. I actually don't. But what I mean, I, I feel like I have something to offer. Right. You know, and it's hard for me to say that even in front of you guys. Like, oh yeah, I got something to offer. You know. <laughs> But we all do, right? You know, you have something to give me. I don't know what that is, but eventually it'll it it will show. Yeah. You know, so if, if we take it in that sense, I do have something to offer. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, so I felt like just having an education, um, going uh, being a full time uh, church attendee. <laughs> you know, uh, being a full time mother. Um, being a full-time everything no, <laughs> uh, no it's, it's what you feel like yeah. you're full-time everything because if you're in if you're truly invested in what you're doing you feel like you know everything not know everything but you know a good chunk of something mm -hmm. you know and so I want I feel like these platforms are free right now and we can take advantage mm -hmm. there's an audience for everything yeah and right. I'm sure you guys know that right and so maybe there's three people who want to know what I know, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm just going to put it out there. If yeah. it people like it, that's fine. If right. they don't, it's for me. I want to just give what I have, mm -hmm. you know, to offer, I guess. Yeah. It amazes me that one of the things that, that spurred you on to start Mas Masa was because of all the hate. Because one of my questions for you was, how do you deal with that? Because I know in the past you have addressed it, you know? Um, and I think that was one of our biggest feel, uh, fears. Yeah. Was well, starting off, yeah, for sure. It was when it Even, came up a lot yeah. in our planning sessions. Yes, yeah. would be, you know, uh, can we touch this topic or should we do this? Or what if people don't like this side of us, you know? And, and um, how, how do you even still deal with that, deal with the criticism that isn't always fair, but it's out there because, like you said, there's people that can hide behind a username and think they can say what they want. Right. Um, I think we will never come to terms with the ugly <laughs> uh, because some of those and, and I'll be honest with you like some of those things like not some but I would say maybe like I'll give you an example mm -hmm. um, this the whole language thing they were like this span this channel should be Spanish only you need mm -hmm. to stop talking English mm -hmm. these are Mexican recipes authentic traditional uh, you need to stop speaking in English and trying to act like you're white or whatever I'm like why there's no hiding it I'm Mexican you know uh so and I I took that back and I was like what what is this you know because sometimes you should take those negative things and really think through them uh not to let it affect you but how can you do something about it uh and and not come out aggressive because I don't I'm not a believer in being yeah, aggressive right. like that unless um, they're charging me too much <laughs> right um uh so i would i took that back and i was like okay there, maybe there's a problem maybe there's a problem because there wasn't just one person it was like a, se a few people that were kept saying those mm -hmm. type of comments and that's when i figured why don't i just stop talking <laughs> you know shut my mouth um and I reformatted my videos. Mm -hmm. So now I just come out in the intro where I'm introducing her mm -hmm. so that both audiences, the English and the Spanish audience, uh, know who's behind everything mm -hmm. and who's the star. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I, I know my abuela's a star, okay? <laughs> Let's just say it here, right here, <laughs> yeah. clear it out. And so I, I reformatted where we're in the beginning, 
and then we're in the outro. I'm in the outro as well. I find and, that and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I find that interesting because it's not called Sylvia's Kitchen with Abuela. It's Abuela's Kitchen, right? So it's like in the name, you already know who the star of the whole show is. It's we're gonna see Abuela cooking, yeah, and she's gonna give us recipes. And I'm sure you were just there to kind of facilitate right. or translate, you know, right. make it accessible to all languages. Right. That I mean, that was me. My initial purpose, aside from personal, like mm -hmm. those videos were for me and for mm -hmm. my family and for my children. I wanted everybody to know my right. abuela. I wanted everybody to know her recipe. Mm -hmm. So yeah, while she's like, okay, pican la cebolla, I'd be like, cut the onion. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and yeah. so I'd be like all over her, you know? I'd be like, uh, and so I, like I said, I took that uh -huh. back and I was like, okay, I need to change that. I, I took a step back and so like I said now I'm in the intro mm -hmm. I'm in the outro and she just talks in Spanish the whole right. the whole portion of the recipe yeah. mm -hmm. and so I do subtitles mm -hmm. okay. um, so you know I took a negative and I mm -hmm. turned it into something positive yeah. yeah and so my channel is formatted now yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know a little but, more formatted yeah I'll tell you what though it's very interesting to see just kind of your attitude about it and it speaks a lot about your heart and your your nature to be humble and you mm -hmm. know to to really care about others because you could have just said well at the end of the day you know I, yeah right. and not only that but like look i'm mexican-american so right. you know i can be bilingual and that's very common right. here it's not like mm -hmm. it's uncommon to speak right. two languages some people are trilingual and that's awesome yeah. you know but it's like it just breaks my heart that you would get that much you know, backlash because of the fact right. that you speak two languages. That's a privilege right. that you right. can have yeah. two languages, right. you know? And yeah. so, oh, that just makes me so sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, think... and we still get those, I still get those yeah. messages. Mm -hmm. uh, so Even with the new I format? Just, huh? Even with the new Even format? Even with the format, wow. they're like, they just say that, okay? I don't know why. Right. They just don't care about people's emotions, feelings yeah. or something. Who knows? Maybe something's going on with them, you know? Yeah. So that's, I just try to keep it in those terms where I'm like, maybe they're going through something. And right. But I know that there's those people who just hate to hate, yeah. you yeah. know? They, yeah. they're, just, they're just haters, you yeah. know? And so um, I just have to just kind of move past that and just understand that there could be a, array of possibilities of why they're coming at me like that. Right. And so, but I do, sometimes comment back <laughs> and uh, when they still say those things uh -huh. I say this channel is bilingual yeah and it will be bilingual yeah forever right. <laughs> you know so if they don't like it they just don't have to watch that's right. Yeah. right that is very true that I mean I'm not holding anything to their head I, I, think, I think that's the thing that's why just it's so hard for me to wrap my head around <laughs> why would I badger someone like that if it's like I don't have to watch right. your channel right if it's not move what along. I'm looking for yes, yes. Move it along. Right. there will be an English speaking only channel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like it's just I, I don't understand that but and at right. that point yeah. is where you get to people right. just talk to talk well, and, and like my thing is this is it's kind of like what you said at the very beginning when you were presenting the reason why um, you started Abuela's Kitchen. And it's a lot of us were raised here in the United States. Right. And yes, our grandparents are either no longer here or they're here, but they're not going to be here much longer. Right. And so I think we've I think the three of us have yeah. talked about this a lot. It's like those recipes, mm -hmm. all that knowledge, all those stories from like Mexico, yes. the, all that stuff leaves with them. Yep. Right. If we don't preserve right. it, which is what you're doing. Right. So, and you're you preserving know, it amazingly. the best way you know, mm -hmm. and in the language, like, you know, I think yeah. you're catering to both to both languages, Spanish right. and English. I don't see yeah. what the problem is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's funny because my audience, our audience is mostly either bilingual uh -huh. or English speaking only, yeah. as a matter of fact. 
there it's it you know our spanish only population uh -huh. is our lowest Right. And so, but they're the ones who are commenting those things, mm -hmm. you know, versus because, I mean, on the flip side, I do get a lot of messages mm -hmm. where I like, thank you for translating, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, thank you for sharing this part, you know, mm -hmm. of what it's like. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. you have both. Both sides. And then you have the, the generation that their parents have been here and their grandparents have been here long enough that they don't even know what it's like to have a Spanish-speaking grandma. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. And like you're showing them that that side. Right. Right? That's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. I enjoy it, especially for my kids. Like my husband's third generation, so you know his his Spanish is mucho, really much. Uh -huh. And so my kids is as well because mm -hmm. when we're at home, we don't speak Spanish mm -hmm. with right. each other because we're like, I don't know, just like we are here, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, unless I'm mad, and then be like, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't say that. <laughs> uh, so they don't hear us speak uh -huh. Spanish. Although initially, I really tried to like speak Spanish <laughs> to them, but yeah. you know that goes out the door yeah. as soon as you're mad. You're like, Jezreel Sanchez, get over here, you know? <laughs> and so you just lose the language. You know, you, you don't you don't go out to lose the language. Right. It's what happens right. because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. So many factors, mm -hmm. you know? And so this is one of the reasons why I'm doing this for my children so that they can see. You know, they have her. They're, you know, four generations. Yeah. My daughter's a fourth generation. Wow. My, mom, my grandma is eight eighty. Three. She's 83, and then we have my mom, and then we. She's my. Okay, my grandma's the firstborn, and then my mom's her firstborn. I'm my mom's firstborn, wow. and my daughter's my firstborn. Wow. So wow. we have four generations of firstborn women, wow. and my daughter, who's 16, can actually have conversations yeah. with her great grandmother. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I think that's amazing. dope. I think yeah. that's yeah. like amazing, and so. I think I'm privileged, honestly. Yeah. I think my daughter's privileged to have all four of us together. Mm -hmm. And so those who don't have that privilege, I want to give them that mm -hmm. opportunity yeah. to see what that's like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Sylvia, you know, before we end the segment with you, um, we know that you still have probably a hundred different other things that you are excited about. What drives you? What keeps you moving? Um, She's all the haters, not <laughs> the haters. Uh, haters <laughs> 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 um, legacy, I think. Mm -hmm. I think legacy is what keeps me going. Um, just that uh, generations to come, if they get to see a video or they hear about me or something, they say, hey, that, that chick was legit. <laughs> you know, uh, what she gave you was real, you know, um, and you know I don't I, that's just pretty much it it's yeah. just leaving behind a legacy for my children that they can be proud of mm -hmm. yeah definitely and I will say this too as far as legacy is concerned um, as I've been watching your Mas Masa channel right I see how much like you do these um Latina finds sometimes you throw in some Latino finds right <laughs> just one <laughs> but um but I think even that is so awesome of you to be able to, I mean, you're pretty big in the YouTube world, right? And so to be able to feature other people and say, you know, hey, I want to be able to just kind of feature you, mention you, that's amazing. And that just, Thank again, you. goes back to just your generosity as a person, as a woman, yeah. and, you know, supporting uh, you know, Latinas. I appreciate that you noticed that because um, I think that ever since I started, that's always been, uh, you know, my heart is yeah. to... You know, I've always hated the fact that 
women have always scratched each yeah. other's eyes and I know in years past that was so big you know and like why can't we just be friends like yeah. you know why can't why can't you be happy mm -hmm. for me I'm happy for mm -hmm. you why can't you just be yeah. happy for me and, and I seen the ugly of that and I never wanted to be part of that like yeah. if you were successful I was happy for you I was legit mm -hmm. happy for you and I was like praising you mm -hmm. and you know just wishing that would happen to me too you know <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, yeah like let me hang out yeah. with you you know it was more yeah. of that than being like oh man whatever you know she's doing her thing whatever yeah. blah 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 no it was not like that with me like i really want i it, you know i really wanted to help yeah like i wanted to help my community i've always been about the community i've always mm -hmm. been about my people um i come from kind of a political background with my dad and so um you know politics has always been a part of me uh mexican politics that is <laughs> and so being a chicana mexican-american like i have a different you know political view than my dad yeah. uh, because he's Mexicano uh -huh. from Mexico so you know but I've always been political and I've always been about my people about helping my people uh, since I was a kid because I was just embedded you know embedded in me yeah. and so uh, because of that I've always been about helping my sister and I've always been about helping my people um, and it, it was it's just a natural part of who I am again I know it sounds so redundant but um, it's the truth and so I want to see everybody succeed. You know, if you succeed, I'm succeeding with you. You yeah. know, um, that's just how I see it. And now I've seen the change. Mm -hmm. I've seen how that movement is such a big thing yeah. now. You yeah, know? And, I know we're uh, real big proponents of that. And so we love that about you. Well, and Thank you're right, because you. I, I was going to ask you, I mean, you'd, you've done this a lot longer than we have, right, to put yourself out there. And I'm sure you have seen the change between no, only I can make it. You're my competition. Yeah. To whereas now, you know, us starting last year, we we're part of that. We've seen that big movement of let's all build up each right. other and go together. Right. You know, that wasn't I, I, I initially when I started YouTube, I remember reaching out to I won't mention their names, but I remember reaching out and being like, hey, um, can you help me? You know, or can what do you think? Mm -hmm. Nobody ever responded. Nobody. Wow. Like I never got a response. Like, hey, you should do this, or you know, even if it was like, which button do I push? You know, yeah. it was. I never, and you know, I, I never received help. I'll just say that. Mm -hmm. You know, I never received help from my peers. Yeah. Uh, in the same, you know, arena, and so that didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, and. Uh, that's been since I remember, you know, years before that, where, mm -hmm. you know, instead of like when somebody's climbing the ladder, you help them and right. you help each other, you're pulling each other down. Yeah. And uh, I've never liked that. I've never, you know, I've always moved away. If right. you're going to hate, go hate somewhere else. Yeah. Don't, don't hate around here, you know, because I'm not about that life. Mm -hmm. um, I want to help you. I want to uplift you. And I want to help you grow. That's yeah. what I'm about. And, um, you know, yeah. What a good reminder. <laughs> what a good reminder for us, though, you know, to remember to uplift each other and yeah. encourage one another mm -hmm. and support and one another. Each celebrate, yeah, each yeah. other's victories yeah, instead of I think of we should each celebrate down. each other. I mean, now it's, like I said, now I've seen the change and I see how, you know, it's everybody celebrating everything yeah. now, you know. <laughs> you know, my dog <laughs> jumped the hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so now we celebrate everything. Right. Uh -huh. So everything is getting downplayed a little, mm -hmm. and you know, so so there, it, an extreme of something, 
yeah. always has <laughs> some type of negative outcome. That's true. So, I mean, I give praise where praise is due. due. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm going to stay that way. And yeah. I'm going to do that way. I know, I mean, as an influencer or whatever, uh, people send you stuff, right? Yeah. As you know. And so I don't share everything because I want to stay true to what right. I do. Good. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if I don't want to work with a company, I'm going to work with the company. Yeah. <laughs> this is my thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, and I think by doing so, it allows those people who you are influencing, okay, well, whatever she says, I know I can trust, trust I can it. Take, right. Um, so we, we want to do a really quick rapid fire uh, game with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be 30 seconds. Oh, so, God. So, so let's gonna start the timer. Oh. Okay, ready? Yes. Go. All right. Um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Be quiet. <laughs> what product would you seriously stockpile if you found out they weren't going to sell anymore? Toothpaste. Ooh. Indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. What is the strangest thing you've ever eaten? A beetle nut. What TV sitcom family would you be a member of? Uh, all in the family. <laughs> Favorite song? Oh, I don't have one. <laughs> what is, uh, who is the one person who inspires you the most? Uh, Jesus. Time. More, uh, oh. <laughs> 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 but I want to know, so ask her, ask her. Okay, so there's only a few left. Okay. <laughs> Morning person or night owl? All of the above. Really? Yeah. Oh. I could be anything I want to be. Oh. <laughs> if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pozole. Oh. <laughs> yes. Mm. Biggest pet peeve? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you said you've eaten a what? A beetle nut? Beetle nut. What is that? Yeah, wait, I know. Uh, the <laughs> real name is Quay. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a, it's a nut that they have in India. Okay. Um, so... It's, uh, it tastes like gasoline mixed with sewer. Not that I know what they taste <laughs> like, but the, the smell, you know, smell. the way it smells. Uh-huh. It tastes like, I mean, it's, wow. it tasted like gasoline mixed with sewer. Wow. And it's a real nut. It's, it's a, a real nut. nut. It's a nut oh. that when you go visit somebody in India, like uh-huh. every time you go to a new house, they feed, they give you tea, like chai tea, uh-huh. and then they give you a beetle nut. And so it's a sign of friendship. So if you don't eat it, you're kind of disrespecting oh. them. So you have so you to eat, eat it. And they serve it in a leaf with some, they call it lime, uh-huh. you know, the powdered lime. So they make it into a paste. Oh. You know, it sounds a little weird, I know. But they put a little paste on the leaf, and then they put the koi, the beetle nut, they roll it, and then you have to chew it. Oh. oh. So, you know, it's, yeah, that was... Oh, pretty cool. oh, okay. weird, That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Interesting, yeah. Well, Sylvia, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. having thank me. Thank you. We've had a wonderful time yes. with you. Thank, thank you. you. So, Familia, um, you know, you can tune in every single Tuesday. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. You can find us on alittlemasspodcast.com. And don't forget, uh, Lifestyle Thursday, we'll be posting a new post this week. We're so excited. Yeah. So we love you. And so, Sylvia, we do this thing where we um, go off and say our names as we um, sign off. So for now, this is Mabel. Celeste. Sylvia. And Evelyn. And you've been listening to A Little, Little Mass. Mass. Adios. <laughs>